Now moved ahead. In comes Tom to the check. Moved it, but he scores! Kill Thomas has given Taylor the lead. With less than four minutes to go in the third period. Happy New Year, everybody. This is Canada Fans World Junior Tour Podcast. It's Bryn Griffiths along with Paul Almeida. Happy 2021 to you. Happy New Year. Seems like only a year ago we were with each other. Actually, oh it, was, it was a year ago. Anyway, uh, it, was. it was a lot of fun last year ringing in the year. How were we to know, oh, 2020, how were we to know 2020 was going to turn out the way it did? <laughs> Anyway, lots of optimism going into the new year, and I love that. That's, uh, I guess, that's the special part of New Year's Eve, right? To get a chance Being to look late. back. Happy Larasa for everybody, right? Absolutely. Okay, well, let's get right at it. We uh, we delayed our podcast by about twelve hours because we wanted to see how things were going to play out in the late night matchup, and uh, now we know our quarterfinal setup. But Paul, let's start with the Team Canada victory over Finland, four to one. That first period. Might be the best first period I've seen a Team Canada play in a very long time. Well, even if you include the second period, shots 35 to 7 after two periods. I mean, uh, that's total domination of a, a decent team in Finland. I mean, th- that's not Austria. You know, that that's not one of the lesser lights in the tournament. Finland has some decent players. They have a good goaltender who kept them in the game because uh, it was only 2 nothing after two periods with the shots 35 to 7. And, uh, then in the third, Finland pushed a little bit. And then that's what the Finns do. And that's what's so scary about them is that they find ways to just hang in the game. Yep. And then when uh, Brad Lambert got that goal, again, that's the 2022 draft uh, eligible player. And he's going to go very high in that draft. That kid can move. He can wheel. And uh, Finland uh, outshot Canada 11-4. to Now, granted, Canada might have taken a little bit of the foot off the gas in the third period. But, you know, still... Finland finds ways to hang around in games and I would not be looking forward to playing Finland if I was Sweden like that. That's the matchup. And, uh, that's not a good matchup I think for Sweden right now. And, uh, what can you say about Dylan cousins? Yeah. You know, it's funny. You should point him out because I was just going to bring him up and that is watching him perform in that game on new year's Eve. I thought to myself, man, Buffalo, if they can just be patient here. If they can be patient, mm-hmm. are going to be a tough. They're not going to be team. patient. He's going to be in their lineup right away, Brian. Oh know no, 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 well no, I, no, no! I'm not talking like that. I'm talking about the fact that it's not. He can, he's not just going to jump in and they're going to jump right to the top. It's going no. to take a couple of years. So they just need to be patient with these kids because they've got a great crop of guys. And oh, uh, yeah. Buffalo, if they don't find a way to f this up, are going to be a team to be contending. Well, they're going to be a contending team within a few years. I don't think there's any. Yeah, Jack any Eichel took a huge step last year. Oh yeah, and uh, I think that guy is he. He's like McDavid. Those guys are hungry for some success. They they don't want to linger around the playoffs and never make it their whole careers. These guys are superstars, and I think Eichel's put himself in the top five players in the league last year with the way that he was playing. And if he continues to play the way he is, he just needs a bit of a support cast, similar to like McDavid. And a guy like Cousins is going to go a long way towards helping that if he turns out well. Anyway, uh, two goals in that matchup to move ahead. And now we have some teams that are out of it. Uh, the The late game was the USA and Sweden. It was all America as far as I'm concerned. 
and it was a four nothing oh. final. But you got to get goaltending, and they just didn't get it in the opening period. You know, two bad goals right off the bat. I mean, you're down two nothing in the first four minutes. Yeah, on goals by Hellison and Zegras, and Zegras has been on fire recently. He had a goal and two assists last night, leads the tournament in scoring with 13 points. By the way, Cousins is second with 11. Yes. Both of them have six goals. I mean, the United States, if they can pull it together and get good goaltending from Spencer Knight, that, that, that's a team that could be very dangerous here coming up. And uh, I don't know what to say about Sweden. I really don't. They lost to Russia. First loss they've had in 54, 55 games. Uh, in the round robin uh, portion uh, of the tournament, and then they lose again to the United States. There's some guys on that team that look like they've lost a bit of zip, and um, it's going to be tough for Sweden in the quarterfinals against Finland. I, you know, I don't like that matchup at all if I'm Sweden. Well, why, and for why, the United States, why are the Swedes continuing to play their captain, who's clearly either something, there's something wrong. I don't know. I, 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 you know, I don't it, it understand. Just looks it. like he's physically beat up or emotionally drained. I don't know what it is, but if you're an Oilers fan, you're watching that and you're going, "Man, I hope it's an injury because what they're seeing right now, you can see him trying his best, but it, they, they keep throwing him out in tough situations, and I just, apparently he doesn't look like he's got anything left. No, he's he's injured. I mean, he's there's something wrong because he's not skating the way that he was, Brent. Nowhere close to what we saw in that first game, and. uh yeah, I mean, I don't know what to say if I'm the Swedish coach right now. I'm standing there, and and I thought it was a bit odd that he didn't switch goalies after that second goal yesterday. Well, like, there's a lot of decisions. Those are two bad angle goals, and then that goalie was swimming and, and all over the place after that. And you, if the United States, I mean, they were just trying to get shots on goal because they're like, this guy's rattled. Shoot from everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, well, now they can put it behind them. They can't worry too much about it. And while it's a no. day off today, we get ready for our quarterfinal games. Let's start. Let's start talking about those. It's four games on the same ice. I'm a little concerned about that. The ice is actually, from all reports, holding up quite well. Yeah, uh, which doesn't surprise me. The ice in Edmonton has always been has always had a pretty good reputation. In fact, in the last poll done by the National Hockey League players about a year ago, the new uh, arena was number two. When it came to ice, the best ice in the league by a country mile is at the Bell Center in Montreal, according to a, mm. a, the last player poll I saw on that. But anyway, four quarter ma- four quarterfinal matchups. The first one's a 10 o'clock start mountain time, and that's Russia against Germany, and Canada will play the winner of that one. Uh, okay, Russia, Germany, this one shouldn't be close. The Russians, to me, it at shouldn't. times show that they're a little inconsistent, but they obviously have the talent. Well, for Germany, it's a huge game for them. It's the first time they've ever played in the quarterfinals. So for for them, that is already a big victory uh, for the country. The thing that, if I was the Russians, that worries me a little bit is you have Stutzla, Paterka, and Eliash. 10 points, 10 points, 8 points. They're 3-4-5 in the tournament in scoring. Only Zegras and Cousins has more points than the three of them. Yeah. So if you're the Russians... That's the line you got to worry about. If you can't shut those guys down, or if you give them power plays, you might be in a world of hurt. Because we talked about this before the tournament started, Brent. I don't see the Russians as a big offensive juggernaut. And it wouldn't it be interesting if the Germans score first? Well, that would make it more fun to watch. You know, the the games yesterday I thought would be more fun to watch. 
and you just end up watching out of curiosity rather out of intensity. So yeah, that'd be uh, that that'd be kind of neat to see. But I, you know, it's to me, it's all going to boil down to goaltending tomorrow in that game. Let's not forget that the Czechs beat the Russians two to nothing. Oh yeah, by diving on the grenade hockey and and collapsing in front of their net and making things difficult. If you're Germany, there's your template. Now you may not be as talented as the Czechs, but I don't think you're far off. And uh, you might give them a game. I don't think they're going to win the game, but you might at least give them a game. What, what There's you, a couple of players that got suspended today. Yes. Uh, Abramov from uh, Russia got suspended for a slew foot against Sweden, and then Volik for Germany got suspended for a cross-check to the neck against the Swiss. But uh, I'm interested to watch that game. I think it'll be an interesting matchup, uh, even though I would say 80% chance Russia wins, Brent. I, uh, I really don't know what to think right now at this point because every time I think that this team has got it going, with the exception of Team Canada, who's been pretty consistent, but they've also played in a poor, less strong pool. So I'm not really sure where Canada's at other than the fact that they took Finland apart on, on New Year's Eve. But I think you're absolutely right. If Germany finds a way to get a lead and then can just basically sit on it and play a little rope-a-dope hockey, they might have a shot. But when they get into track meets, even though they've got three guys that can put some points on the board, they can't compete with some of these teams if they get into uh, no. you know, end-to-end rushing. They, they've just yeah. got to find a way to be patient. Yeah, they can't turn it into a track meet, and they can't give the Russians power plays. When Russia beat Sweden, they scored three power play goals. Yeah. 130. So, sorry, Paul. Those are your two keys. And at 130, sorry, the, the game following that is Sweden-Finland, which will have a certain degree <laughs> of high emotion. Oh yeah, the, those two countries do not like each other, and that's one. That's one of the best matchups you could ever hope for uh, in the quarterfinals or the semifinals at a World Juniors is Sweden Finland. Uh, Finnish defenseman uh, Heinola left the game against Canada with an injury, but uh, there's word that he skated today. But he may not be 100. percent We talked about Broberg with Sweden. Yeah, I agree with you 100, Brent. Why they did not rest him on New Year's Eve when you have New Year's Day off as well? two days off and then you don't play till the afternoon on the quarterfinals. I don't understand that when he's your horse back there and he's the guy that's going to be playing against the other team's top players. Right now, Finland's not an offensive juggernaut. Their top score only has a few points, but uh, if I'm Sweden, I'm really, if I'm a Swedish fan, I'm really wondering why they, they played him. And I'm also a little bit concerned. They've, Lost two games in a row now, let's not forget. After winning 54 in a row, right? Yeah, the big knock on the Swedes is they're good in the round robin, but they're not good come to playoffs when the pressure's on. And now you've got them going into a game against their biggest rival, riding a two-game losing streak. Imagine the press back in Sweden if they lose three in a row to end the World Juniors and lose to Finland on top of that. Yeah, there'll be a lot of pressure on those guys. And then the uh, afternoon game, and this is a 5 o'clock start in Edmonton in the bubble, and that's Canada and the Czech Republic. And uh, obviously it's another one of those games where Canada's got to come out strong in the first period, very much like they did against Finland, because you don't want to let the Czechs up off the mat. Yeah, you don't want them hanging around because we just talked about what they did to the Russians in that 2-0 game. And... They've lost the, the other games that they've had. I mean, they lost 7 1 to Sweden. They lost 7 nothing to the States. They beat Austria 7 nothing, but I mean, that's 
Austria. That template, the way that they played against Russia, if I'm the coach of the Czechs, I just say, we did it to Russia. That's how we have to play against Canada. We know we can do it. If we get good goaltending and we all play together and we play smart, we play aggressive, we limit their chances, we keep them to the outside and we be aggressive. And that's what the Czechs did to the Russians. And I don't think it would work as well against the Canadians because I think the Canadians are more than capable of playing, uh, you know, muck and grind and, and, and battle type game. But, uh, like you said, the key is getting on them early and yeah. making sure that that game is put away early so you're not worried about it going into the... The last thing you want is going into the third tide or up only by one and giving the Czechs some life. Uh, you want to choke them out as early as possible. Well, they lost 7-1 to Sweden, so the Swedes got the jump on them in the first period there. And they lost mm-hmm. 7 nothing to the Americans. The Americans got the jump on them there. And they exactly. did beat Austria 7 nothing. Now, granted, that's Austria. But they got the jump yep. on Austria, and they're good front runners. I don't think that they're very good in coming from behind. So for Canada, it's all about that. I just don't. Yeah, that first period is going to be their huge. leading score again has only three or four points, Brent. Yeah, exactly. I think they get a little panicky, and I don't know if they. I never like to question a team's heart, but mm-hmm. I just I don't think that they are going to be a team that's going to be able to rally from down against Canada. They've got to get that no. lead. So there's that, and then the evening game at eight thirty is the U.S. against Slovakia. And to me, that's, I don't see, there's just too much of everything from the American team to make this even a competitive matchup. And we talked about how young the Slovaks are. I think the Slovaks are looking at next year's tournament. And again, for them, making the quarterfinals, I think, was their goal. They're there. They're not playing in the relegation, even though there's no relegation uh, this year. I mean, they didn't uh, finish outside the top four. And they can look forward to bringing back a lot of these kids next year with some world juniors experience back to Edmonton in the, in a place that they'll know and maybe try to improve on where they finished in the tournament this year. But you're right. The USA, that offense is firing on all cylinders right now. Zgrass is, uh, you know, elevated his play. And I don't think there's anybody on Slovakia even close to a player like Zgrass, never mind the rest of the rosters. That defense is mobile. The United States defense looks really good right now. Sanderson is a beast back there. Another Ottawa draft pick like Stutzla, both drafted uh, last year. And uh, Spencer Knight played uh, solid yesterday. And it's going to be interesting to see uh, how he does the rest of the way. He had a rough start, but that's a goaltender that can steal games if he gets hot. So the United States, to me, have forwards, defense, and goaltending all there. And they could really have a big say in this tournament before it's over. All right, let's have a little fun here now. Let's make our predictions on these quarterfinal games. We Now now we can kind sure. of dig in a little bit. We've kind of broken it down for folks. Okay, Russia, Germany, who you got? I think it's going to be Russia, Canada in the semifinal. Okay, so I have Russia beating Germany, and obviously you have Canada ta- taking on and beating the Czechs, right? Yeah, and I'm sure you do too, right? I do. Those two games I match up with you. Let's take a look at the other two quarterfinals. Sweden, Finland. I think we both have the U.S. beating Slovakia. So let's focus on Sweden yep. and Finland. Who you got there? I'm going to say Finland. It's funny. I feel the same way. And it's only because I'm I'm starting to question their goaltending. But more importantly, I'm questioning their coaching. 
I just think they've made mm-hmm. some really dumb decisions here. But we'll we'll see who's the dummy after that <laughs> matchup. So I, I'm with you. I, I'm taking Finland in a little bit of an upset, and uh, so that that'll be that'll get us down to the semifinals. And here's the other yep. thing, and I've had a few people text me this. So the quarterfinals are going on a Saturday. Tell everybody when the the semis and the finals are being played. Fourth and fifth. There you go. So bang, so there's bang, a day bang. off. Yep. So there's a day off, and then. But see, going back to that Broberg thing, Bryn, you could have rested him for two days. Yep. You could have probably not. You could have could have dressed him for the Finland game, seen how the game is going. Maybe you get a bit of a lead right off the bat. You can pull back some of his ice time, and then you could give him a day off again before the semis and the final. And if you remember, the the Swedish coaches were the ones that tested positive. So the head coach that was supposed to be here is not here. Yeah. And I think they've really suffered from that. I think they've suffered from not having their head coach on the bench this year. Okay, so there we go. There's your quarterfinal matchups. Let's talk about uh, the World Juniors 2020. A year ago, we were partying, were we not? Yeah, we had uh, our party at the uh, hotel in Olomouc uh, in the afternoon. We had some live entertainment in the hospitality suite. And then in the evening, we had our gala party with, uh, you know, all the people on our tour, 300 plus people and uh, a great band, a great live band, The Stream. I thought they were very good. And it was a great evening, a great evening for everybody to, uh, you know, get together, maybe uh, have a chance to uh, unwind a little bit and the excitement was there already for the quarterfinals the next day. Yeah. You know, you could see that people were, uh, you know, starting to see that uh, the gold medal was within reach. We just have to continue to play the way we were a little scared of the Russians after the six, nothing loss, but uh, the excitement was there for the rest of the tournament. That's for sure. I think you're underplaying that. I think people were paranoid about playing the Russians because that they was were. a pretty big spanking. The Team Canada had uh, handed out to them in the preliminary round yep. by the Russians. We, I, I still remember that bus trip back to the hotel. Oh, my gosh. Everybody was going, what was that? Oh, my God. Looked it was at, quiet. I, oh, it was. Uh, the other thing, too, I want to tell people about, if you want to just take a look at the pictures of that party, go to your website. Yep. Because, or go to the Facebook page. Yeah, the Facebook page. Uh, yeah, be, Facebook be, page, we have quite a bit on there. Yeah, it's, it's been fantastic just to kind of relive where we were last year as we focus ahead on what's coming up this year. All the way through this, we, I keep hearing this dinging noise. It's got to be you, right? It's coming on your computer. Uh, it's, people, it's people registering for the contest. As you know, we're having a contest where we're giving away an autographed Canadian Pierre-Luc Dubois World Junior jersey. And uh, it's uh, from fandomonium.ca. And today, because we've had so many people enter, we're well over 100 people now. Uh, we've added a Grant Fuhr autographed framed picture as well. And you could see that, uh, just go to uh, azercan.net slash contest, or you can go to our Twitter, Azercan Global or Azercan Tours, and you'll see it there as well. But if you get an opportunity, please enter the contest. That jersey is fantastic and will look great in anybody's uh, uh, man cave. And the uh, Fuhr photo autographed, that's a nice little uh, gift as well. I hate to tell you this, but I think it's now called a people cave, if I'm not a mistaken. I, I believe it was changed this year to people cave, but I'd have oh. to double check, or last year. Hey, and the other thing, too, well, uh, you talk about uh, Fandemonium and uh, Warren Suter and everybody. If you get a chance to go to their Twitter or their Facebook page and like it, 
that would be kind of nice as well. We would love to see that. So, where and else? Do- uh, he's putting up some daily specials as well. I think he had a dry sidle jersey 20, 20% off yesterday. Wow. So, check out his uh, Twitter page and also his uh, website, and uh, you might get some deals there from, uh, from Warren. Okay, let's also talk about, uh, you know, getting on that priority list is big, right? It's important for you so you get a rough idea of where you're at because I know that looking ahead to 2023 in Russia, you were looking at really scaling that back because the location is not easy to get to, but the interest level has been high. It has been, and I'm really shocked about it, Bryn. Uh, I didn't expect that many people being interested in going to Russia, but I think people are looking at it uh, – you know, with uh, intrigue, fortune, and danger, you know, <laughs> the three things that everybody likes. And, uh, you know, we've been cooped up for how many months now? And uh, I think people are going to be looking to go places. And I think uh, with Sweden being pushed back from uh, 2023 to, uh, sorry, 2022 to 2024, uh, I think people are looking at the gap in between uh, our trips and saying, you know what, I think Russia might be interesting. St. Petersburg is a great city. Moscow, I'm very interested to see Moscow. And then you have the World Juniors in between, which we all love. Uh, They're building a brand new arena. Uh, You mentioned to me uh, before we came on air about a picture that you saw. You want to talk about it? Yeah, I I happened to notice a a photo of the new arena that they're building, and it was an overhead shot. You can see all the snow was around there, but it's kind of exciting to, uh, one, it's exciting to see them building it. The other thing I thought of was it's got to be cold while they're building it because now I've double checked as I've been doing all the <laughs> way through. You want to know what the temperature is right now? That's foggy conditions and it's three in the morning and it's minus 35. And I was looking at their mm-hmm. forecast through the whole weekend. They're basically a high of minus 22 with an overnight low of minus 30. So there's a heated pool. Is yeah, there not at the hotel? Is, not bad. is there a heated pool? No, I'm just kidding. No, nobody's worried about a heated pool going to Siberia. Oh, we're doing a polar dip. I thought we we're doing a polar dip in I'm Siberia. Out. I'm out. I'll just <laughs> put me down for out. I am not the doing that. The old river is right there, Brent. You know, I thought we're yeah. bringing our skates. We're going to skate on the river. Then we're going to dig a hole. Yeah. And just. And we'll all take a plunge. Tie a rope around everybody and then just let them just jump in. <laughs> Do a plunge. Just, oh, better pull them out. It's got fishing. Okay. Uh, anything else we need to talk about? We've talked about the priority list, all your website, all all the way that people can track you down and find out a little more. Oh, by the way, uh, while well, I said it's minus 35, the overnight low is minus 36. So they're pretty much there today. Anyway, that's there it. You go. That's it for me. Are you okay? I'm okay. Happy New Year, everybody. Yes. I uh, sincerely hope that uh, 2021 is a great year for you and your family. And I'm hoping that by the end of the year, come November, we're able to uh, kick off our packages for Russia 2023 and hopefully have a little get together here uh, in Edmonton and uh, be able to uh, uh, present the package and share it with everybody. Here's a question I haven't had a chance to ask you. I'll ask you right here on the podcast sure. is that uh, when are we going to do our next podcast? When do you want to do our it? Next podcast? Yeah, our next podcast will be after the quarterfinals. And we'll have it posted up probably on uh, semifinal day. Okay. So in the morning before the semis go. In the morning. We'll do yep. that. Okay. Paul, thanks. Have yourself a good day. Relax, chill, coffee and Bailey's, do whatever you got to do. Some people Absolutely. are uh, taking the tree down, taking the dogs for a walk. It's a beautiful day. That's my plan for today. Beautiful day in the Alberta Capitol. take Capital. the tree down. All right. Listen, thanks. Yep. We'll talk to you. We'll talk to you in a day or so. Okay. 
Good if- luck. Good luck with your predictions. Oh, they're the same as mine. That's why. We'll talk to you later. They're trying to turn the lights off and they turn them off.